You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio. Your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. Like two old people in rockers at home. <laughs> Sitting by the fire. You are very... It's just a perfect holiday season. Little video, Ahanu. I'm trying to do an introduction. I know, but this is our introduction. I am Ahanu, and this is Angel Rose. And we're sitting here like two old fogies. Are we? We are, aren't we? All we need is talking. Talk. We want to talk about something that we know nothing about. No, that's not true, Ahanu. We're going to give this a shot. Here's the thing. Over the last number of years, but especially over the last number of weeks and then the last number of days and the last number of hours, there's been something coming up for us. First of all, you may remember that a little while ago we did uh, publish a book for a man called Ray Mayor called A Year Without Food. And that was life changing in its own right. But that led us to exploring other possibilities with consciousness, especially about how the mind can be led to believe things like, for example, that we must have food and just live off light alone. But that led us also then to ask questions about light itself. And we're still in discussion about this. So we're, we're, we're trying to open up this discussion to you and get your thoughts on it. But here's where we are right now with it. And that is that the light that we perceive right now from the sun is not God's light. Now, why would I say something like that? Or why have we arrived at a kind of a conclusion like that just now? This is the level of our understanding of things right now. And it is because, first of all, I would have to say that God's life, light, would have to be everywhere. And it would have to be on all the time. Which means that when the sun goes behind the earth and we go into darkness at nighttime, God's light would still have to be there. So that's why sun's light can't be God's light, because that light goes away at nighttime. And it diminishes during the wintertime as it goes lower in the sky. Well, let's clarify that, because it doesn't really go away. No, I know. It's but just in terms seen of, on another side of the planet. It's t- in terms of our perception of it, right. is what I'm saying. So in terms of our perception of it, though, God's light would have to be in us. Would shine all the time. Would shine all the time for us, whether it was day or night or whether we were on the opposite ends of the planet or the galaxy mm-hmm. or the universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's it's from that place that we're positing this possibility that there must be another kind light. of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we want to introduce that possibility that there is a thing called God's light and that that would have to be there for everybody. Well, I, for me, that light is the same as love. Okay, in other words, what that means to me is that, yes, there is a quality of light that is God, but that's also the quality of it, if you experience it, feels like incredible love. And that's why it will be everywhere. And a love that is, you know, uh, totally accepting. Yes. Non-judgmental. Uh, filled with life force energy, mm. promoting only eternal life. And not be dependent on where you are in the cycle of the universe uh, no, or in an orbit. No, it's a constant. 
Yeah, it's, it's constant. constant. It's there all the time. It's there all the time. But, yeah. you know, Ahana, so then I'll throw this out to you then. Why don't we experience that? Yeah. Why are we? That is the question. Right. So you're supposed to answer that because you came no. up with the idea that. Well, I, yes. Let's ask that question. Why don't we experience it all the time? I think in the same way as you said to me, uh, the the sunlight is always there. It's just that we're on the other side of the earth, so we don't experience it 24 hours a day. I think in the same way, it might be that there's an ego construct that we have built for ourselves that somehow we perceive us to be at a distance or separate from God's light. I think we perceive ourselves as outside of it. Outside of it. That's separate. why people think that when they die, they're going to go to it because they right. perceive it as something not here that they're going to experience when they die. Right, right, right. However, you know, from everything Source has told us and everything I've experienced myself, that light is here right now all the time. Right. And I think it's only our perception and what we're focused on that either allows us to be aware of that light or tap into it or experience that mm -hmm. light mm -hmm. as opposed to feeling that we're totally shut off from that light. Yeah. Okay. So, and I think that's an important point to make because uh, part of what triggered this for me was a friend of ours who's written a book and he started out his first page by telling about a meditation that he had one mm -hmm. day in his office. Right. He was just sitting in his chair like we are now. <laughs> Uh, and he found that he was, he went out of his body. Uh, and when he went out of his body, he experienced creation. But as he was writing about it, it came to me that, well, he didn't really go anywhere. It was all in his mind. Yes. And that's not to mean it was in his imagination. It means to me that all knowledge is in our minds. All planes of existence are in our minds. All experiences of the grandiosity of God are in our minds or life, the life source, everything that's ever, ever happened. Or the lack of even if somebody feels separate from God or feels distant or feels lonely or it, that's a perception. It's just a perception, yeah. but it's a choice. It's a choice to not want to be aware of God's love or light to that capacity, because mm -hmm. in that capacity, uh, there's only unity all people are connected. Right. All minds are joined. Uh, love is given to everybody ceaselessly, no matter what they've done or who they are. There's no judgment. There's no punishment. There's no guilt. And that is, it, that's a kind of love that our perception is not, I mean, I think we might experience it a few times in our lives, but most people's minds are split. In that, you know, they don't entirely believe that God's love is that. They think it, it also involves the belief in guilt and the belief right. in punishment. And all those things are shadow things. They're, you know, what, what we, what I call it, maybe not you, but I call it death consciousness. Mm -hmm. All those things are death consciousness. Anything other than the pure love of God in terms of what is given to each person. And I'm being clear about that because I do not believe that God creates any sort of suffering or pain mm -hmm. or uh, catastrophe. I don't believe that. I believe that it's 
It's the split mind of man that does that. Mm -hmm. We've made up a false world. Mm -hmm. So going back to your idea about how the sun's light is not the authentic light of God, it's obviously, uh, that's kind of like food. You know, when you eat food, you get sunlight, uh, the second level down or gotcha, whatever. Yes, it's you know down, what I mean? Down not directly. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you yeah. get it through food. Uh, and so this the book that we were talking about with Ray Mayor, who's a breatharian, he gets it from prana directly. In other words, he doesn't have to go through an animal or a vegetable to get it. Mm-hmm. He gets it directly, which we know can be done. There's people who live this way. But I think what we're talking about is another kind of light altogether. And you know, the Course in Miracles would put it really well in one of the lessons. The, one of the lessons is called, I am sustained by the love of God. But the point is, is who believes that? We don't believe that. We don't believe that there is a a type of love out there that only wants our good, that fills every need we have. But it is the inner decision to turn our minds over to that reality and not the split reality where there's death and destruction and there's punishment, and there's guilt and there's blame and all of that type of things that keep us in darkness. And I think that's the reason why the kind of light you're talking about where it's constant and it's ever present. And has lo- it has love. It has, that's the thing. It's not just light. It is a full-blown, all-encompassing emotion as well as has qualities in it that are uh, extremely loving and accepting. It's kind of like uh, the experiences that I've had of it are when, uh, well, for me, it was Baba G who took me to the River Ganges and baptized me. But my experience of Baba G was a, it was everything. It was a father, mother, son presence that was, completely loving and the message was to me was how blessed and how innocent I was and that's the truth about everybody mm-hmm. everybody okay that God only loves you period there isn't any other darkness there's nothing to be afraid of and and I know that um, and I'll just tell this story real briefly since we're on a subject that some of you have known that my mom passed away Recently, November 24th. That's why Angel Rose's energy is a little bit down right now, you may notice. But <laughs> a little please. bit down. I'm yeah. having a bad hair day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, because I'm able to go into the Akashic Records, I've been checking on her every day. I do know that sometimes souls need a little bit of help to get over, and she was fine. Now, here is a mom who was deeply Catholic all her life prayed every day, said the rosaries. And yet where I saw her go was what we would consider uh, a very beautiful heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and in that, the experience of that for me and seeing her there and reuniting with my dad and my brother, who's been dead an awful long time, was that this place was filled with God's light. It was right. gold and white. There were golden packages all over um, all wrapped in gold. And so if you look at that symbolically, it was a place of purity, um, incredible value because things were gold, right? Um, trees were white. You know, it was, it was filled with total acceptance, 
and total love and peace. And why I'm telling you that story is because for my mom, who believed in sin and guilt, being Catholic and worried about it, by the way. Punishment after death. Really Mm. worried about it. Mm. Um, You know, the reaction of my dad who was there and my brother was, they were all just kept laughing and laughing and saying, you know, you didn't think it would be like this, did you? You right. know, like yes, yes, yes. this is so much grander than you ever thought possible, mm. and you were so worried. Yeah, but darn it, you're <laughs> look where you are, you know. And my mom's response was, "I never thought I'd, wow. I'd get here," which means she never thought she'd be with them again and meet them. Right. But obviously, I think never thought she'd find herself in such love either. Okay, so mm. I just wanted to share that because. Uh, for me, and there's a lot that other hap- a lot of other things that happen when you die, and th- things that have happened with her since that moment, which mm-hmm. I won't go into here. But I, I'm just using the example because that was uh, a plane of existence that was filled with God's love and light, and it was just uh, total purity, total peace, yes. total. And there were other souls walking around, so a lot of souls were there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was really like a palace. It's like God says, the only thing I've created for you is a kingdom, a palace of incredible beauty and uh, many mentions and, and music and and happiness. Right. And yet we're supposed to bring heaven here. It's, it's not supposed to be some faraway place right. that we think we can only experience when we die. And I think that's the main challenge for earth life is is to be able to accept heaven here. And I think a lot of us don't know how to accept that kind of love for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we can conceptualize it, perhaps we can understand it. Right. Uh, but to allow ourselves to have that and experience that and understand that we are nothing else. We are only that. Okay. Is Well, now, so we hope. a pretty magical that, thing, that, isn't it? We hope that was inspirational or helpful to you today. It certainly has been a great benefit to us to have the insight that Angel Rose has into other lives and other planes of existence that is very comforting, actually. And for all, also for us to come into the awareness of this ever pervasive love that we're talking about in the mm-hmm. form of light that we, we know is everywhere and that it's only our own perceptions that are preventing us from actually accessing that. And because we want to believe other things. Because we want to believe other things. Exactly. So okay. there's a bunch of things that we've thrown out to you there now. And we'd really love your feedback also. So leave your comments, get in touch with us. And indeed, if you want to get an experience of what it's like, and let me go all commercial on you here right now, because Angel Rose, <laughs> if you have somebody who you have, who has died and you want to find out through the Akashic Records via Angel Rose, she can give you amazing insights as to where they are and what they're doing, what plane of existence they're on, what's going on, all of that. And you may find it very comforting. So with that, we leave You'd have it. to book a reading though, huh? You'd have to book a reading, of course, yeah. And you can do that on Angel <laughs> Rose. But it wasn't meant to be a commercial. <laughs> it wasn't. But if you did want that, you'll find her on angelrose.com. And that's A-I-N-G-E-A-L-R-O-S-E.com. Angelrose.com. So until next time, it's been great exploring these conversations. Let's just announce, though, we will be having Penny Kelly on our show pretty soon. And some of you might remember, we used to interview Penny Kelly a lot a few years ago. We haven't spoken with her in a while. 
but she is coming on um, next week on our show. So we'll be putting that out and we're going to explore, you know, Penny is somebody, Ahana, who can walk between the worlds. Mm -hmm. You know, she can be in three levels of a lucid dream all at one time. Uh, She visits her family on the other side quite frequently by going out of her body. And we want to know, want to pick Penny's brain a little bit on how does she actually do that. So stay tuned. Until next time. Bye-bye from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. Bye. You have been listening to Angel Rose and Ahanu on World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world.